everybody, and welcome to the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Andy, Princess Sophia. This... There you go. Yeah. <laughs> everybody knows you as Princess Sophia, not as Andy. Some people know me as Andy. Some no, people no, know me nobody as Andrew. Does. Some people know me as Princess Sophia. Shut and there up, may be George, other secret, no one cares. There That's may be other I... secret names that people don't know yet. Is that what you're going you gotta, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to always be Princess Sophia because all the glitter shit in your beard. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't see it in the in the live thing because it's only an iPhone 5S. <laughs> Fair enough. George. What's going on, guys? George Trips is here. Welcome to the show. Woohoo! So today's theme is convention etiquette. And this is actually a theme hmm. that I picked. Why did you pick that theme? Uh, I picked convention etiquette because we just returned from a convention this past weekend at AggieCon Woo. in College Station. Um, it was an interesting show, to <laughs> say the least. <laughs> Yeah, it really was. I, I don't want to badmouth the show that we've been to because we had a good time there and uh, we, we met some good people and a lot of people bought our book. And uh, thank you to everyone who came to our table Absolutely. and uh, who, who we, picked we, up a copy. We did fairly well. Like the show was not a total bust. Um, we sold plenty of books. We met some nice people. Yeah. Uh, but we also met we a met lot of some people. Strange just- people did not understand convention etiquette and I, that's why i wanted to do a show to kind of like explain to people how you're supposed to behave because it's a pre-warning for further shows like dallas fan expo is going on right now it's yeah. happening this weekend yeah yeah uh, i mean this will not you won't release yeah you won't release it by then but people who are going to comapalooza will know so so george what yes. was the least proper etiquette thing that you saw happen this past weekend least etiquette least, least etiquette yes least etiquette e uh I don't know. Where do you start? Where do you begin? I took off my pants. Well, that's, thankfully, that's everybody was wearing clothes when they came to the table. That was a plus. Fully clothed or just con clothing? Because there's con, always that there was one con guy. clothing. There was ah. people wearing clothes that shouldn't be wearing clothes. There you go. That's probably the like one they of the con. Shouldn't be wearing those clothes. We shouldn't be wearing those clothes. Dress properly for your body. That's so I shouldn't dress as Slave Leia is what you're getting at. Hey, you might be able to pull that off. You might be able to. Pregnant Slave Leia? Yeah. With a very hairy belly? Yes. My yeah. my one thing that I wanted to touch on uh, was rudeness in particular. There were a couple of rude people there, weren't there? There were. Um, George and I kind of see conventions from a different side of things because now we attend as vendors. Like, we go to sell our comic book. We had a lot of people come up and pick up the book and read through the whole thing while we're sitting there, which is super awkward. And like, then and then leave. It, and then leave. We, they, we were, they, they were like, oh, this is really cool. We're telling them about it. We're telling them about Tesla and Lovecraft and everything. And just, their eyes get really big. And you see the excitement on their face. And you see they're interested in it. And they're like, is this free? No. 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 And then they like throw it down in disgust. It's not even like, it's not even like they, they hand it back to you or they say, oh, well, I don't have any money or anything. Like We had several people, multiple people, throw it down in disgust and then walk away because it cost money. No, my favorite thing is when you tell people it's not free and they don't know how to react, so they awkwardly put it back and then just slowly walk away from you and just like give you they this. don't say anything yeah though. they just stare at you like okay <laughs> really awkward and really rude <laughs> it's just weird <laughs> i mean would it have been worse if they'd stayed there and just stared at you i've had that happen before too uh the weirdest thing though this kid came over and he picked up the book and he read it and he really liked it we were telling him all about it and he's like man i really want this but i only brought ten dollars and that's my lunch money and we were like okay well you know, we don't expect you to spend your lunch money on our comic. Like, if you want to eat, that's obviously more important. Yeah. Like, we're fat guys. We understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Hey, man, I'm losing weight. So am I. But, you know, <laughs> it still holds true. We like to eat. Uh, so he put it down and he walked away. We didn't think anything of it. And then he goes over to this toy vendor and he buys, like, this arm slinky thing. It's like a, yeah, it's, it's like, like a, to- it's like it's a, a slinky, slinky thing. It's over yeah. your arm. And you go like this. You can, like, move your arm and it goes up and down the length of your arm. It's nothing like a exciting. weird magic trick. But it had to cost $10. Yeah, yeah, it costed $20. Yeah. It cost $20. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so he lied to you. So he totally lied to us. <laughs> and then he comes back over, and he's, like, standing in front of our table, just staring at our stuff, not saying anything, and doing this with he's his He's, like, playing with a toy in front and of us. we're looking at him like, this is so weird. And then next to us uh, was another podcast, the Father Gamer podcast, and they had some cosplay girls that had come to kind of help promote it, because they're also sometimes guests on the show. And he, this kid walks over, and he's just, like, totally staring at their boobs, like, not even saying anything. And he's like, excuse me, do you have anything for sale? <laughs> No, he goes, hey, do you guys have anything I could buy? <laughs> and then stares at us as he says it. Yeah. <laughs> George locked eyes with the kid. And then he looked at me. And we were just like, oh, my God. I was like, this kid's like definitely just trying to like be a dick at this moment. <laughs> Or maybe, or maybe just like hopped up on you know on his ADD that he just doesn't realize maybe. what the fuck he's doing. I don't know what it was, but it was it was a little odd. <laughs> uh, and then there's the other guy. 
Which one? The the guy of many hats. Oh, uh, uh, the guy who uh, who loved uh, hats. No, no, he just like was flirting with the, there's, the cosplay there's three girls. Cosplay girls sitting next to us, and this guy comes up, and he seems fairly unassuming. He he's just a normal bearded looking college kid, and he's wearing <laughs> yeah. a uh, a Pokemon hat, like a winter hat, and he takes it off, and he starts talking to the girls, and he's like, oh. I wasn't listening to the whole conversation because it got way too nerdy for me. But they were talking about a different Pokemon. He's like, oh, I have that hat. And yeah, he, and he like pulled popped out of his, his bag hat out. and put that one on. And then a few minutes later, he changed hats again. And then a few minutes later, he changed hats again. And I was just like, how does this guy have a bag full of hats? And it's Pokeballs. Like, it's like 90 degrees outside. Yeah. And he has a bunch of winter hats. It was cold that first day. A little bit. But uh, as the thing goes on, he starts singing for the girls and he starts dancing for the girls. It's because they, they were talking and about Emperor's the New Groove or whatever. And so he started singing the song oh from God. the movie. We and saw him dancing. Uh, and we saw him the next day, too. And he came in like a, a pink pimp suit. He bought the comic, though. So I'm, I'm not going to talk comic. shit about him. I'm not going to talk shit about him, but it was it was odd. It was odd. Well, you know, he's one of those guys who don't know how to flirt. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Or he doesn't know how to talk to the opposite sex. I don't know. Because he's a nerd. I just I felt like a con etiquette episode was important because we saw so much weirdness this past weekend and how, way more. How about on, this for con? With girls. This one is definitely the one for con etiquette. If you're gonna go to a con, bring some money to spend. Yes. All of it. Clear out your savings. Well, some or we don't. had so many people that were just like, oh, I'd like to buy it, but I didn't come with any money. I mean, if that's gonna be your excuse, fine, but. Pick another excuse. Just like, oh, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, it's not. Tell me, me. Yeah, tell whatever. me no. Don't lie to me and say, oh, I didn't bring enough money, and then I go and see you buy a whole bunch of other shit, and you come back by my table. Come over and offer to buy something the cosplay girls want to sell. Right. Just tell me you don't want it. That's all. Like, don't lie to me. Yeah. It's just weird to lie to somebody like that. It was weird. Yes. Yeah. Like, were they afraid they're going to hurt my feelings? I don't know. Probably. Do you have any weird con experiences like that? Have you ever been to a con? I have not been to a con. All I've done is magic tournaments. Well, that's going to make mine... That's pretty close, That's going to make Mind Melters kind of weird. So, let's move on to Mind Melters. Uh, (laughs) Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. (laughs) Question one. Best con experience? Grand Prix Uh, Houston. So... You're going to go with a magic tournament, which is yeah. it's, it's kind of like a con, sure. So why was Grand Prix Houston your best con experience? It's the biggest one I went to. Okay. It wasn't... I, I guess I went to the Austin Pro Tour, didn't I? You did. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Houston involved uh, strippers, so I'm going to go with that. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> it's always better when it involves strippers, right? We had that one kid who had his birthday, so we went to the strip club, uh-huh. got him up on stage, which uh-huh. sounds way more awkward than it really was. A magic guy was yeah. on stage. Yeah. Was he like a big, like chubby dude? No, he was. We, we called him Kid. That was his nickname. He was like a, he looked like a little kid. Oh, yeah. He wasn't a little kid. He was like seventeen or eighteen. Uh, he was eighteen. Uh, you would have to be eighteen, 18 to get then. into sure. it. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> he was. He was eighteen. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they tied him down to some chair and danced on him or something. Did he get a boner? I was pretty drunk. Uh, I didn't pay attention to that. You part. sure you didn't pay attention? I'm pretty and, sure. I Andy was had his own da- stuff going on. I know. Yeah. He did. <laughs> you want to tell that story, Andy? Which one? <laughs> Any of them. Um, one of your many stripper stories, apparently. Let's see. Well, did I tell the the one where I almost got kicked out of that strip club for accidentally sticking my nose in a girl's ass? No. I think you just did. Uh, she was dancing, and she got up, and I was getting my wallet out of my pocket. Because of the shape of the chair, I had to move forward. Are you trying to justify you? at the you- exact same time moved back. <laughs> You're trying to justify you putting your face in some woman's, strange woman's ass. Her her ass wasn't where my face was. She moved her ass to me. That's her job, for one. The dance was over. <laughs> was I was getting money. <laughs> <laughs> and the cops were right there, and they just kind of laughed at me. So I think it was all right. Did it smell a little, little shitty? Uh, it, it smelled sweaty, mostly. Sweaty. Uh, yeah. Gross. So what does uh, yeah, sweaty like, butthole smell like? It, it, that is a unique scent. George, what about own. you? Let's, let's just move along. <laughs> George, what's your best con experience? Uh, my <laughs> uh, my best con experience is probably going to be my uh, second Comic Con that I've ever been to, which is uh, Wizard Con in Austin. Wizard World. Yeah, Wizard World. Uh, it was the year where Bruce Campbell, uh, Stanley, and John Cena and uh, Daryl from Walking the Dead were, was there. Norman Reedus. Yeah, Norman Reedus. Um, I was there. I went there for Bruce Campbell, and it was like my second con. I just happened to be in Austin when that con was going on. And uh, I was staying at the same hotel Bruce Campbell was, and I was super excited about that. I'm, I'm sure I told that. How did that. you even know? 
I didn't. It was a complete accident. Uh, it was just... Uh, I'm pretty sure I told that story about how I saw him in the lobby as he was going to the con, but I was leaving. Mm-hmm. And I like wigged the fuck out. I'm like, Bruce, I love you. <laughs> you did tell that story. Yeah. Uh, that same morning, I had breakfast with John Cena. And, like He was sitting next to me with him and like two bodyguard women... Oh, you didn't actually have it with him. You were just no, no, no. He was sitting next to okay. me. But when I tell the story, I was like, Why are you telling that story. When I tell the story, I tell people I had breakfast with John Cena. Yeah, well, of course. I'm pretty sure he <laughs> felt he probably felt a little weird about like this dude just staring at him the whole entire time. Uh, and that was also the same year I accidentally bumped into Stanley as he was moving from uh, his panel to back to his uh, table. So I got a question. Why have wrestlers been showing up at comic conventions? Is well, this a normal thing? Yeah, it's very normal. Because they have a large crossover audience something? Well, yeah. it's it's kind of like uh, they want to have as many people show up as they can from different... Also, wrestlers are in movies now. That, that too. Well, yeah. I mean, I know John Cena was in that movie with Amy Schumer, but I don't think that that's why he was there, right? Uh, no, he, I think the Marine 2 came out around oh, that time. God, I forgot about that set of movies. I did not watch those. And, you, and like... I think uh, WWE owns uh, has their own movie studio, so they make their own yeah. movies. So because yeah. they made uh, is it Oculus or something? Did they really make that movie? Yeah. Wow. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was pretty good as far as like the psychological stuff, where you can no longer trust yourself in it. I liked that. Okay. So anyway, that was my uh, second con experience ever. I ran into Stanley and I wigged the fuck out, and then you know seeing uh, Norman Reedus from afar, That's and cool. and then uh, and then seeing Bruce Campbell that morning and like embarrassed the fuck out of myself. It happens. It does happen. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, and also Robert Rodriguez was there. I forgot. Shit. My I've, bad. I've already talked about uh, my favorite one on the show before. The very first time we went and did interviews as comical podcast, and we talked to Lou Ferrigno. The Lou Ferrigno one, where like we kind of recreated that scene here. We did a lot of. Uh, yeah, we did. We broke the <laughs> microphone right before we started. We did a lot of interviews with people that weekend, and that was my very first time really doing that, and it was a, a fun, fun experience. Um, but it's really between that one and Amazing Houston Con when we first had uh, Speak No Evil for sale. That's my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite con moment as a <laughs> vendor. Me as going as a guest attending a right. con was uh, the one where I ran into Bruce Lee or Bruce Campbell. Ran into Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's dead, so <laughs> that's impossible. Bruce Campbell's not if you got a shovel. Uh, well, well, that's a lot of digging. Going as a vendor was actually a lot of fun. And oh, yeah, it is now. We had, we had a great time meeting people and selling out the book was definitely like the best. But uh, that's that's question one. Let's move on to question two. What was your worst con experience, Andy? Uh, second day of Grand Prix Houston where I was so drunk I could barely play and then that guy was a jerk to me. And then you stick your nose in a stripper's asshole? No, that was months later. <laughs> Weirdly, it was the same stripper for literally all of my stories about strippers. That is strange. Yeah. Is, yeah, there, is there a caveat to that? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, there is no follow-up to that. We're just going to leave it there. Okay. <laughs> what about you? What's your worst con experience, George? Uh, um, man, it had to be one of the earlier comic paloozas. Because uh, I remember I was I got like the stomach bug at one of them. And like I just had to shit every like five, ten minutes. That does suck. And having to shit at a con is the worst. Oh, God. We went to a magic tournament and we stopped at Burger King or something in the morning. And I had to shit between every round. <laughs> I was like, what did you do to me, Justin? What did you do? I'm sorry, Andy. I, yeah. I have to blame it on con, like con pizza, probably. That fucked me up. Oh, yeah. You're not I, eating right. I'm never going to eat con food ever again. So our, an audience member, uh, Melissa, she chimes in and said, a Texas Frightmare, Gary Busey yelled at her that he needed to shit and then grabbed her face. <laughs> she said it was really traumatizing. <laughs> he didn't I shit mean, on her, did he? No. I'm, <laughs> I can just imagine that happening. That's, that's weird. That's horrible. <laughs> to be fair, that's kind of just Gary Busey. Yeah, I'm about to say, uh, like, yeah. at the same time, you could say, Gary Busey grabbed my face and tell me he needed to shit. It's probably a daily occurrence for him. <laughs> Like at the gas station, he's like, "I gotta shit, move." <laughs> Weird. I'm shitting my pants. Uh, so for me, the worst con experience was Alamo City two years ago. Oh man, um, you still hate that fucking place. Sucks. Everybody seems to love Alamo City, but I just don't get it. Like, it's way too crowded. The layout always sucks. It's like a maze, and they force you to walk through the entire convention. You can't just go to like one section to do what you want to do. I'm sure you it's changed to- since then, though. I've seen the layouts. It's still the same. You have to walk past every single thing in order to get to the section you want to get to. And I hate that. Like, it's such a, a waste of time. Maybe you should just settle for not enjoying things. <laughs> I enjoy a lot of things. I'm he, just not he, a fan of Alamo he, City. He really doesn't enjoy a lot of things. <laughs> says, he says you. 
<laughs> you don't I, like anything. I do enjoy a lot of things. I'm just particular on what I enjoy. Fair. I enjoy a lot of stuff too. Movies. So long as small children aren't nearby and the moon is full and no one's talking, there are no crickets alive, everyone's dead except for me on the entire planet. That's the only way I can enjoy a movie. Question three. <laughs> what is your favorite thing about cons overall, Andy? Oh, hell, I don't know. <laughs> He'd never been to one. Yeah, uh, magic tournaments. Okay, well, let's go about this question differently for you. You're gonna go to Comic Palooza this year. What, what are, are you? Looking what are you? What are you looking forward to? Making people uncomfortable. Well, that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna be happy regardless of what happens. So you, I either have a good time or I make people uncomfortable and they're bored for have a good time. <laughs> are you gonna come wear to our a- live show, everybody? It's gonna be uh, <laughs> it's gonna be Sunday morning at eleven. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm gonna have a kilt. George. No, you gotta wear a pink tutu. We discussed this already. And a tiara. And a tiara and and star sunglasses. Yeah, the tutu's just a little, like, thing around. I'm gonna have a kilt on, too. Oh, damn it. What about you, George? What's your favorite thing about cons? Um... Just hanging out with my friends, really. Uh, We know so many people here in Houston. We do. And, um... Like, I know a lot of people who are vendors, or I've seen them so many times, because, you know, they're always here at the uh, texas shows and uh that's probably one of my favorite i love seeing new art uh i kind of get tired of like the superheroes and stuff like that being drawn not like there's anything wrong with that but i'm me personally i'm tired of that and i love seeing uh new art and stuff like that so when we come across like a like an artist like holly randall who came to uh, amazing con yeah stuff like that really excites me and i really look forward to seeing that kind of stuff when i go to a con yeah me too we tend to do a lot of panels when we go to shows and i love doing that so much um I mean, I love meeting people. I love talking to people. Like, I'm actually an introvert, which is kind of weird. But like, yes, you are. Uh, I really am. But like, at conventions, talking about things that I'm passionate about and knowing that I'm surrounded by my people, like, it makes it so much easier for me to like come out of my shell a little bit. And uh, doing p- panels is actually one of my favorite things. Like, I love that. That so was much. my fun. That was my favorite thing uh, last year at mm-hmm. Comicpalooza when we had uh, Ming there. I actually had, was forced to moderate a panel for my first time. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. But you did a great job. I think I did okay, yeah. yeah I, I think I, I pulled the rabbit out of my ass. Look at him being modest. You did a great job. Yeah. It was a fun panel. Yeah, it was fun. And I enjoyed hanging out with everybody and talking to the crowd and stuff and getting them to laugh to some of my stupid jokes. Cool. That's always fun. There's a lot of things to like about cons, um, but we'll talk about some of the things we don't like in a few minutes uh, when, we, <laughs> when we go into etiquette. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about some casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Andy, who is your casserole this week? Emo Nightcrawler from X-Men Apocalypse. It was set in the 80s. There was no emo. Why is there an emo kid where he's got black hair and it's well, got a little thing? He wasn't emo. He was goth. He was a German goth kid. You're a German goth kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's even got the blue dyed into his black hair. Oh, no, it's the black coming out of the blue. It's like the roots are growing out. Why is he nitpicking me? <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time, man. So, yeah, yeah, that made me really unhappy Emo Night- that Nightcrawler. Movie. Yeah. He was the only thing about that movie I kind of enjoyed. I like his character. Nightcrawler was my favorite growing up because I was weird, apparently. But I don't like that they made him emo appearing. And that, that one scene with Quicksilver was kind of cool. Although it... it totally does not make sense in that movie yeah but quicksilver yeah 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 he was fun my favorite he's always always fun in that movie yeah and all the x-men movies they just need to like get rid of brian singer from creative control or creative decisions in my opinion for the x-men franchise future i kind of agree with that but i haven't seen logan yet either so oh he has nothing to do with that so okay i don't know who brian singer is fair enough (laughs) what about you george who's your Uh, casserole my casserole for this week will be people who come to my my con table and think that the stuff i'm selling are free and grab it and try to walk away with it so you guys are my casseroles we know we've actually had two different people at two different cons steal a book from us Uh, and they were both like old white ladies. Like they, they came and picked it up and they, we told them all like, about oh, it. Oh, is this free? Thanks. And they were and like, oh, this is so cool. So cool. And then they just sort of walked away and were like, excuse me, wait, wait, ma'am. And then just like, got lost in the crowd and there's no stopping. There's no recovering the book. So it's taking, weird. taking money out of my pockets. What yeah, you're it's doing. It's funny. We used to do safety fairs with, uh, the industrial fire department I was with and we Did had you, like these... light people on fire. And yes. Stuff? Yes. We lit people on fire. We had these, uh, these drunk goggles. Where it makes it look like you're drunk. Oh. And you put them on, they're just like swim goggles that have like a film. Like a on. lot of magnifiers on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
People would keep walking off with them. They're like several hundred dollars a piece, apparently, <laughs> as the company tried to charge me. Oh. Yeah. Did you try to take one? I, I thought about it. Oh. And blame it on one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that, that's my casserole. Uh, you know, come to a table. If you don't see a sign that says free, please take one. It's not don't, free. It's not free. It's not Chances free. are it's not free. So bring your own sign. We actually had to make a sign and put it on the table that said yeah, everything is $5. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully my girlfriend made it a pretty sign that said everything is $5. Stop taking stuff. Yeah. It, it became a problem. Yeah, yeah. But it was a small con. I don't think that really happens as much at the big cons because like big, big it con happened at It has happened at Amazing Con. Well, the old lady, yeah. Yeah, it happened at Amazing Houston. She was like, oh, is this free? Thanks. It's, and walked the fuck it's off. It's a weird mentality. I don't understand it. It's not free, people. It's They're going to take the table next time. They're going to be like... If it's not made out of gone. newspaper and in black and white, it's not free. Yeah. 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 Uh, so my casserole is actually convention-related as well. It's people that lie or misrepresent themselves in order to get passes to go to cons. <laughs> Um, we've been doing podcasts for a long time. Did that happen recently? I've seen it happen many times. Uh, <laughs> maybe possibly even recently. I'm not going to tell that story though on the show, but, uh, we work really hard as podcasters and like we've gone to shows and covered them. We do interviews. We've do a lot of promotion leading up to the con. We've do a lot of promotion during and after. And he's like, Oh God, I have to do work. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us don't work very hard. Uh, you'll, you'll do your fair share when we get there. Uh, cause you're doing comic Palooza with us this year. So yeah, yeah. you'll be tweeting about it and taking pictures with cosplayers and <laughs> it's going to be entertaining. I'm bringing my camera, so we'll have plenty of post stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. No uh, iPhone five video. It, it, it well, I have me. iPhone, I have to, I have to iPhone say 6. that it does irk me quite a bit when other people misrepresent themselves when they're trying to get these passes and then they go and they don't really do any coverage or they don't do anything to promote the show. They don't do anything to benefit anybody being there. They just use it for their own advantage. Because they want to get it for free. Because they yeah. just want free shit. Yeah. yeah. And that's a really shitty thing to do and if you're a podcaster that does that, fuck you. <laughs> and that's that's the long and short how, of it. How do you really feel about them? Uh, I think I just said it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, Sorry. I mean, uh, just like being on The Outsider, Justin works really hard on our show and then all the other shows that he's been on in the past. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I see his sentiment. Yeah. It's hard to get people to come to uh, to a live panel or even hard enough to come to our table when we're at a, yeah. at a show. So Everybody I, that's there works really hard. And if you're just there to enjoy it on somebody else's dime and leeching. not do anything to benefit anybody else, you're wasting, you're wasting resources and you don't deserve to be there. So. Totally. That's how I feel about that. It's a pretty, pretty passionate thing for me. So. so fuck you. Fuck you, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's move on to consumption. Consumption. Andy, what have you been consuming this week? I've been reading the Lord of the Rings trilogy because I got tired of watching the movies. Wow. Yeah. That's some heavy reading. Uh, no, it's not that bad. It's it's light. It's really good. Light? Yeah. Light reading. Light reading? Yeah, light reading. Lord I, of the Rings. Yeah, I can finish the entire Tolkien who takes like, 10 pages to describe one person. Yeah, yeah. Light reading. Yeah. Okay. All I right. Mean, he's painting a picture in your mind, man. It, it, sure. It's not light. I don't need a, a whole chapter to describe what an Ent looks like. Don't you, though? I don't. Well, not I, anymore, but the first time you read it, maybe you did. Yeah. God damn it. I hated that <laughs> fucking... I hated reading <laughs> Two Towers because he went forever describing... The Ents and their back history and where they come from. Yeah, Treebeard, yeah. Fuck, I don't care. Best he was not even there. an important character in that book. Best character in there. Most important character in the book. You're such a liar. <laughs> no, but it, it's, you know, it's it's really well done. It's not that hard of a read. It's, I mean, it's written for, what, 12-year-olds pretty much? Pretty much. I, I remember the, the first time I read it was yeah. when I was in uh, seventh grade, so I was about 12 or 13. Yeah. I read The Hobbit when I was in eighth grade. I, I read some that of the way earlier, difficult. and I was watching that like terrible animated one with all the songs. God, that songs are so bad. I I, mean, I tried rewatching that not too long ago. Actually, I couldn't do it. It's a yeah. classic from our childhood, but it does not hold up at all. You know the the Lord of the Rings animated movie is miles better. Oh yeah, because they yeah. have no fucking songs in it. It's a cool style too. I I really liked that. It's that uh, you ever seen that Fire and Ice movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same kind of technology. Yeah, I dug it. I dug it. So that's your that's your consumption. Lord yeah, of yeah. I've been reading the books because I got tired. How of far the are you into How it? How far now? have you gotten in the books? Yeah. Uh, Did you finish all three of yeah. them? Yeah, they only take me like a day and a half to read all three. Do you I, not have anything to do during the day? I've been on long change, man. I've been off work since last Thursday. All right, congratulations. Yeah. How yeah. long have you been off, George? Shut up. We're not talking about that. <laughs> 
don't we? <laughs> what about you, George? What have you been consuming? Um, uh, I've been watching Samurai Jack a lot. Uh, it's, it's really good. I caught up on the uh, latest episode. I'm also uh, watching Into the Badlands, and uh, I'm one episode away finishing Legion. I need to watch the last episode. I've heard so many good things from people. Yeah. Uh, I saw Beauty and the Beast in theaters. It's okay. Not bad. My girlfriend hated it. Really? Yeah. Well, she didn't hate it. I, I, she's probably gonna get mad at me to say that I hate, that she hated it. God, I don't know how to explain this because she has this thing about how Beauty and the Beast and Belle and the original animated movie talks to sheep, and they didn't put that in the live action movie. Yeah, she sings to the sheep. Yeah, so it doesn't make so her it's like a Tom Bombadil moment. They like, took out. And- yeah, like she's supposed to be weird in the animated movie, and that's why she's an outcast. And like yeah. she feels like. Hermione. Why, why would anybody make Emma Watson a or what's her name Emma yeah, Emma, Emma Watson, Watson, Emma yeah, Watson yeah. an outcast? Yeah, like her Hermione or Emma Watson in the uh, in the new Beauty and the Beast doesn't come off as an outcast. She's just this pretty girl, right? So I think I, get, I, get I think that was her biggest beef about the movie. I thought it was fine. It reminded me of the animated movie enough. Do the do the weird like cups and stuff that are talking? Do they look weird? No, not I feel at all. Like they should look weird. No, they don't look. I think the only thing that looks weird is that they fully CGI CGI the beast, mm-hmm. and I just wish they would have had someone wearing the clothes so the clothes didn't look CGI because that will looks the worst. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I I will at some point. I'm sure. You know, they didn't CGI him in the book, <clears throat> and I've never read the actual fairy tale of. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways uh my consumption uh is a book as well uh, i've mentioned before what a fan of patrick rothfuss i am and how much i enjoyed name of the wind you keep and trying Killer to Carnivals. tell me to watch that damn video i still uh, haven't done. so there's a podcast i'm a big fan of called caster quest here in houston it's done by my friend mandy and they're doing a book club for the lightning tree which is like a prequel story to name of the wind mm. so i went back and i finally got around to reading that short story and i've been following along with podcasts and i've been having a great time doing it so shout out to caster quest um it's a great show you should check it out so. word there you go. That's my consumption. Let's move on to this week's Tell Us Something Nutty. And uh, this time it's me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Jason David Frank? Since we're talking about cons and convention etiquette, uh, I was going to tell a short story about uh, Jason David Frank, who many of you know as Tommy the Green Ranger from Power Rangers. Or the White Ranger. Or the White Ranger if you're from hey, the latter Hey, he got generation. kicked out of the premiere at the... Did he? Or he got... Because he arrived late or some bullshit like that. It's probably because he he's did. got three first Because he has poor etiquette, <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, so we were at uh, Houston Con, which later became Space City Con, and it was held in this hotel lobby. Mm. And like, there was a lot of cool people there. Like Tony Todd was there. Chad Rook was there. Like We interviewed some cool people. Was that the year they had all the Game of Thrones people? No, there wasn't any Game of Thrones people. But there was a lot of good guests, um, but Jason David Frank was one of them. And he was just a tool to everybody. Uh my wife was going to the bathroom and he just ran past her and like shoved her out of the way. I'm sure it was did kind of like, stiff, why was he in did the he stiff armed him? No, walking towards it. Oh, he was just like, move out of my way. And he's like shoving people left and right as he runs for the bathroom. What if he really needed to shit? He, though? he might have, but like, you have to remember he's like six, seven and like, there's a lot of regular sized people in front of him. And he's just like shoving out of the way. And he's like, go, go power Rangers. I gotta get to the bathroom. <laughs> I gotta shit my pants. <laughs> and it's not the first time I've heard stories about the guy being a dick. So really, I've heard nothing but good things about this guy. Uh, from who and and what? What have you heard about? Him? Okay, so stories about like people who meeting him at cons say he's like the super nice guy. Uh, friends of ours who've met him said he was super nice. I've never personally met the guy. I know who he is. He pretends to be a martial art expert. Uh, I know he did a show in Austin that didn't take off. It was supposed to be like a reality martial arts show, and I hear he was really nice during that whole shindig. Hmm. Hmm. So, which I'm not saying that you I've know. Heard him, I've heard him be a dick to fans before. I've heard people have like paid to take pictures with him, and then he's only wanted to do certain poses, or he wouldn't do what they wanted him to do. And it's like if you're going to a, a celebrity and you're paying, you know, fifty or sixty dollars to get a picture with him, and you want them to do some funny, goofy pose or whatever, like they should be accommodating. Don't you? I mean, within reason. Well, yeah, I guess within reason. I yeah, mean, you're not going to stick. Your, you're not going to have them stick some. Your some people, some celebrities like, don't do that at all. They only just sit there. But I mean, if you're a Power Ranger, you know, you're not exactly. <laughs> Like, Hugh Jackman or something. Like Billy D. Williams, for example. Yeah, if you're if you're an old man celebrity, <laughs> I can understand you not wanting to do it. If you're Hugh Jackman, like one of the biggest stars in the world at the time, I can understand you not yeah, wanting to do it. Yeah, but I would imagine Hugh Jackman would be all I would imagine it. he would, too. He seems like a cool dude. But Jason David Frank is nobody, to be honest. He's the Green Ranger, dude. He's the Power Ranger. He's yes. the Green... He's because the, he's got three first names. Green White Ranger. He's if a, you've got more than one first and name, a ponytail. something's wrong. He's a Power Ranger. And a ponytail. And a ponytail. Okay. Ponytails are never good. <laughs> Do you have any funny stories about uh, conventions that you'd like to tell, Andy? 
I think you, you know get, that I don't. What about uh your your magic shows that you've been to? Or your <laughs> magic <laughs> shows. <laughs> your oh, magic your magic shit. games what that you've rab- been to. I actually has. went to a stage magic convention that was going on at the same time as Wait a minute. Pro one and, one one why were you at a magic show? One, <laughs> Magic convention show. That's what I want to know. All right. So at the same time as Pro Tour Austin, there was a magic convention for like stage magicians. And a buddy of mine who I went to high school with, uh, who is now a firefighter for HFD, is a stage magician. So firefighter during the day, magician at night. Well, you also fight fire at night. So, But I mean, does he like, you know... you get what I'm going with that. Yes, right? okay. he does both, but he's not like a professional stage magician. Oh, he's just, he's an uh, auteur. I don't know what that is, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> One of your fancy movie words. All right. Got it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Ended up over there and ended up giving them a ride home. Him and this like 15 year old kid that he was hanging out with. And mind you, at this time we were what, 25, 26? Probably. It was like about Seven years 10 ago? years ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, not ten. I was in the army. Okay, so seven so, or eight. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, ended up giving him and this kid a ride home, and or catching a ride with them maybe because I don't think I drove to Pro Tour Austin. No, I think I drove you. Yeah, and I think I caught a ride home with uh, with Dustin. Probably. After... And they decided to stop at a magic convention. Well, they were already at the magic convention. It was at a hotel, and I got drunk there. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you don't remember anything. <laughs> That's why I'm, I missed the ride. So, <laughs> I have to ask, <laughs> what kind of weird things did you see at the uh, magic convention, magic stage show convention? Well, it was a lot of guys pulling, pulling I mean, shit out no, of their pants. There were no rabbits or anything, but there was like every time that you were talking to someone, there was a card trick going on or something. I was like, wow. Like very, very in- David Blaine-ish kind of deal? Uh well I mean they didn't exactly make the the Statue of Liberty disappear or anything did but you, that's you David Copperfield but sure did you get mind freaked I did get mind freaked who Chris, doesn't get mind freaked Chris Angel Man yeah I know yeah <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about the David Copperfield thing I thought that was David a, Copperfield's old and white David Blaine is something else I don't know what ethnic group he's in but not white you're comfortable with that I don't know he's not white I know that much. <laughs> And and because I thought David Copperfield was like a uh, a Dickens book or something. What? Yeah. It, it, okay. <laughs> George, <laughs> do you have a funny story about conventions? Uh, man, I don't really have anything funny to talk about at conventions. Really, unfortunately, I've had funny moments happen at cons. I've seen some cool shit at cons, but nothing like super original or nothing that stands out that's exciting. Rob Liefeld was weird when I met him. Oh, yeah. He's super hyperactive. Yeah. And he I, couldn't talk about one thing for very long. Even Deadpool. <laughs> like he, he, The one thing he's there to talk about, he can't even stay on that topic for very long. He's incredibly <laughs> high ADD. <laughs> and so I thought that was a bit odd. Uh, Stan Lee hit on my girlfriend while I was... The girlfriend that I had at the time, uh, he hit on her, which was weird. He like held her hand a little too long. And I was like, Stan Lee, that's, you're hitting on my girlfriend. That's a bit weird. He might have forgotten where he was. To be <laughs> He's kind of old. He, like, ignored the fuck out of me, but, like, shook my girlfriend's hand and, like, held on to her way too long kind of deal. He was really cool when I met him. He was really nice to me when I was there, and I, I talked to him. I walked stuff. in, and I said, hey, Stan, it's really nice to meet you. And he goes, it's nice to be met. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. We took the picture, and I was like, thank you, Stan. I shook his hand. He goes, have a nice day, Excelsior. And yeah. Was just, uh, oh, that's so cool. This fan expo supposedly is his last Texas show. That's oh, what shit. they've been saying that for a while, though. I don't know if it's really true. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? He needs money. I, I, he doesn't need the money, but you no. know. And like, it's weird because you see him do panels and stuff, and he can't even hear what the questions are from the audience. He has people like, relay the questions. Somebody like lean in and like yell it in his ear because that's the only way he can hear. <laughs> he has two hearing aids. I know he's really old, poor guy. <laughs> like, I just want to be home, like relaxing, but I guess he still likes meeting fans. So yeah, you, you know, you he did that. He promote. did that Kevin Smith movie. He, he must like his fans. Yeah. That's true. So anyway, I don't really have anything super interesting to talk about. That's okay. That was was interesting. Let's move on to Hot Fudge. You want the Hot Fudge? What do you got for us, George? Uh, Okay. So, uh, perusing around the internet to uh, find some uh, interesting facts for you gents today. Uh, I'm sure you guys all have heard the word schmuck before. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, derogatory term to say he's foolish. Uh, If you're a Jewish, however, it's a very 
bad word. And that's because in Yiddish, it means penis. Why is penis a bad word? Well, I mean, I'm sure the way you use penis in the context is what makes it bad. Put your schmuck away. There are children here. (laughs) You know, that's going to be how I use the word from now on. (laughs) Stop playing with your schmuck. If you keep tugging your schmuck, it's going to fall off. Maybe we should change it to a couple of schmucks (laughs) instead of casseroles. You know, it makes you rethink that uh, that jelly that came out, Smuckers. Yeah, Uh, Schmuckers. Yeah, Schmuckers. Yeah, yeah. If so anyway, it's a jar of that. Uh, I thought it was funny and interesting that uh, in the word Yiddish it means penis. All right, we didn't lose any any viewers, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a good sign. Is related to the description of a man's genitals, aka the family jewels. So it's like, wait, it's related to the stri- description, like an adjective, like yeah, it's kind of schmucky. Yeah, it's like uh, the r- Yiddish word translation to the English means penis. Yeah, okay, all right. So it is a noun, but it's related to... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get you. All right. Looks kind of schmucky. That's actually, like, that's actually one of the things here. Is like, uh, it's like a, a grass and a snake, kind of like a schmuck. Schmuck. <laughs> it seems like they could have come up with something better there. <laughs> Leaning Tower of Pisa, kind of schmucky. And there's also that movie, uh, Dinner for Schmucks. Dinner so, with Penises? Dinner for, Dinner for, pe- Dinner for Penises. Yeah. Dinner for Dicks. Fair enough. There you go. You learned something new today. A little vocabulary lesson for you. All right. I, I was, wish that we had that, like, star. In the the more you know. Yeah, the more you know. <laughs> I'll put over him every time. I'll put, like, a funny sound effect, like like the you more you know sound effect in the, in the Schmuck. background. Schmuck. <laughs> Schmuck. All right. Uh, let's move on to this week's Ask the Nuts. It is time to ask the nuts. It's a bit nutty. Because we got a lot of questions from our audience this week, which is awesome. Thank you guys so much for writing in. Um, so... Question one, is it okay to take pictures of cosplayers without asking for their consent? No. Not at all? Uh, I mean, if you're going to sneak a pic for you to jerk off to it later, then I guess... Well, that's definitely a no. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, if you want to take a picture with them... Technically, you're out in a public forum, so it is legal. Oh, no. It's appropriate. I'm saying, like, you know, depending how you take the picture is what I'm saying is inappropriate. Oh, like under a a bathroom stall or something is not okay, man. (laughs) Regardless of whether or not they're cosplaying. But I'm going to go ahead and say that it's okay because cosplayers aren't people. Oh. Come on, man. (laughs) You just want the hate mail at this point is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I don't know. We still haven't uh, actually, gotten any. More, more and more I think about it, I've uh, been to cons and I've taken pictures of like people in costume and they're, I guess, didn't know that I was there, but yeah. they were posing for a whole bunch of people is when I took it. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they knew they're getting pictures taken of them, but mm. I mean, anyway, it doesn't matter. Like if you're dressing up, you kind of want the, the attention, but whether or not... I mean, if you're taking pictures for a purpose, like if you're if you're there as press and you're taking photos to like use on your website to promote cosplay yeah, yeah. or whatever, like I think it's totally fine just to take pictures, whatever. But like uh, for a creepy reasons, no, if, it's if not you're, cool. If you're approaching them and saying, "Hey, can I take a picture with you?" I think that's totally fine. You know, if you just see a cool costume walk by and you're like, "Oh, that's neat," and you take a picture, I think that's totally fine too. But if you're like the creepy dude standing in the side just like, staring at the girl's cleavage all the time and and taking pictures of like just the upper torso <laughs> of their bodies like or their bottom who knows or yeah or whatever Face isn't in the picture yeah that's a problem yeah that's a problem so yeah, yeah that's yeah it's, it's for, common it, sense it's for fapping later yeah is what, it's, what it's common for. sense like yeah. you know don't be a creep anywhere not just at cons uh so next question um any memorable <laughs> any memorable experiences with con attendees who don't shower andy <laughs> I mean, yeah, at, at Magic Tournaments, it's like every one out of five people doesn't know what the word hygiene means. Like, Yeah, it's a, it's a real problem with Magic players. Um, yeah. They why really, is that? Uh, because... Cause it's, we, not, it's not like WoW, where you can't leave your computer, and, yeah. and a Magic game ends at some point. I, I think it's because no one ever bothers having the talk with them about how they're a man now. <laughs> They're going to get hair in weird places and start to smell bad. You, you and sweat the from time to time, yeah. Well, if they're yeah. spending money on deodorant, they have less money to spend on gaming, so... I mean, I'll, I'll admit that when I was 13, I didn't really know what deodorant was. I mean, I was aware of the concept, I just didn't ever own any, and then it became apparent that I needed it. Mm. But my parents had that talk with me. Gotcha. Like, hey, you smell weird, kid. You smell so, like Fomunda uh, cheese. So yeah. let's uh, let's go... 
Well, I think that most parents are like, if you don't put on deodorant and take a shower, girls will never like you. Like, that was the thing my parents told me. Yeah. Uh, they shamed most, you into cleaning? Jesus. Most magic players are like, well, I don't need girls. I have games. <laughs> <laughs> you should just tell them, like, no, you stink, and people around you will vacate the area. No one will want to know who you are or talk to you or play cards with you because you smell terrible. There's a lot of it. Now, if only there was deodorant for personalities. What about what about you at cons? Have you experienced anything terrible? George? I don't think uh, I've had anyone uh, overly smelling bad at a show. I, not that I can like remember, like oh god, that one time where that person showed up and I just wanted to vomit. If you're gonna smoke weed though, don't come back into the show smelling like weed because I don't really like the smell of weed. And you're gonna hang out on my table, you know, put some Axe body spray on or something. That's, a, that's our next question, actually, is about Axe. But I'll tell a story uh, about stinky people first. Um, so at the most recent con we were at, AggieCon, Sunday morning I went to Whataburger, and I decided to go in and eat by myself. <laughs> and I went to fill up my soda, and this woman came walking towards me to get you know sugar for her coffee or something. But it was this older black lady. looked like they had just gotten out of church. Um, she was dressed well, but she had not bathed in a long, long time, and it was very apparent. That's just the lotion, man. That's how, how no, the lotion smells. No, it was it was funk. It's that uh, cocoa butter. It was that lingering funk, too, because she got her drink and went away, and it still smelled like her. And, like, I sat down, and I couldn't, I couldn't eat. Like, it was so gross. I had to move tables further away from where she was standing five minutes ago to get away from it. <laughs> oh. So. With that being said, though, if you're going to a con and you're going to wear a costume, wash the night before, guys. Or ladies. Every night. You know, wash behind the ears, get the belly button, get between the legs, between the butt crack, you know. I take a shower every morning and every evening. We live in Texas. That's true. Yeah. Especially if you're going to go to a con in Texas. That shit gets hot. It does. Showers twice a day. Minimum. Uh, Next question. Uh, Is Axe body spray a shower in a can? (laughs) No. No. Ranger wipes are. After a while, it gets a little repulsive smell. Yeah, don't rely on um, deodorizing sprays to like fix everything. Nothing can substitute. It's an a it's a shower. it's a it's a really bad band aid for a big problem. Is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> get get baby wipes. Use them on the the spots that George just said, and behind your ears. You said behind your ears. Right? I did. Yeah. Okay. That's so gotta, where it smells the most. Yeah. Yeah. Pits, ears, nuts, and that's butt pretty crack. much it. Well, yeah, butt crack too, and you just go from there. <laughs> baby wipes are the best thing ever. Okay, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. yeah, we used to use them in the army for field exercises. They actually make a brand for dudes called Dude Wipes. They actually make a, a brand for the army called Ranger Wipes. Ranger Wipes. Yeah, <laughs> they they sell that shit in uh, the PX. Now a sponsor of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be useful for our homeless homeless person audience. There you go. Uh, okay, so the next question is is more geared towards vendors at shows, and it says, uh, "What do you do?" When the con organizer puts you in a very unprofitable location or puts you back at the end of the con, like by the exit doors. Make as much noise as possible. Yeah, I would complain. Like if uh, you're paying a lot of money to be there. I think we talked about this before. You're, you're paying a lot of money to be there. So if you're unhappy with where you're at, you absolutely have the right to go and talk to the organizers and try to get moved to a better location. I, I mean, mean, if you're paying for a $100 artist alley table and there are also like $500 vendor tables, you can't really expect to be in the pre- most premium spot. But you also deserve like some amount of foot traffic like you shouldn't be in the furthest reaches of the con what i was also saying you could just make a lot of noise to attract people to your table oh okay like so a bullhorn buy some of those kazoos yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can do both is what i'm trying to say you could do both you could talk to people talk to organizers or you could be super loud and get customers to come to your table people are going to pay attention to you if you're annoyingly loud andy andy knows get it. yourself yeah. an andy yeah and- <laughs> We're going to have Andy cosplay for us at our, for our table. I'm going to just That's wander Princess around Leia, the right? con. And, uh, uh, hairy pregnant Princess Leia. Well, Princess with a Sophia. Throwing yeah. around a baton with. Yeah. You're going to do some gymnastics? Hey, if you guys can find someone to make me a, a Slave Leia costume that covers up my junk, I'll wear that. Uh, we'll just get you a Speedo. I am almost positive that one of our listeners will do that for you if you're serious. I have no shame. I know you don't. Yeah, I want to see this. I bet we can make this happen. It's got. I'm cover bringing my, my camera. At some point, I may put on a sweater for a little bit if I get cold. No, nope. but yeah, got to keep okay. the nips going. All right, challenge issued to our uh, cosplay making friends out there. I'm literally looking at you. So or maybe not the uh, the guy that so badly dissed cosplayers is willing to cosplay if you make him a slave Leia costume. Oh yeah, so. yeah, because it's all satire. Yes. Uh, next question: What is the proper way to ask celebrities or creators to be on your podcast? 
Um, so this is a good question for George and I. Sure. We've been doing this for a while. Um, <laughs> tweeting them is not the right solution. Tweeting them and telling them you want to start Space Y is not the way to go. Um, I, don't nor- think he, I don't think he's ever going to respond, to be honest <laughs> no, with you. Probably not. Uh, I would love for him, Elon Musk to respond, though. You know, don't yeah. try to cut in line. Don't force your way in front of people. Has it happened? Yeah, p- people do that. I've never had that experience. You have to be bold. You have to be willing to go up to people and talk to them and ask them for things. I mean, it's the same Especially thing with Especially in the bathroom. No, you don't want to approach them when they're eating. You don't want to approach them when they're in the bathroom or doing anything personal, hanging out with their friends after hours. You want to go to their table or the booth. And, you know, if you can go through the PR agent, go through the PR agent. Um, if you can go through the convention, have them schedule it for you, do that. If you can't do that, go and approach them yourself and just be bold. Tell them who you are. Tell them what your show's about. Tell them you're a big fan. And, and don't be awkward. And don't be awkward and just be polite. You have to be confident and polite. And most of the time, unless they're like a giant name celebrity that the convention is, you know, regulating where only a certain number of people can talk to them, right? You'll be able to get them to like almost every like B or C level celebrity you can get to be on your show with. No it's, it's been my experience. If you want to talk to a celebrity, even uh, just like just talking to them regularly, uh, just treat them like a normal person, uh, not to book them for a show or anything. If you just treat them like normal people, they'll respond to you very well. Um, and just ask them a couple questions, you know, be intriguing, you know, don't ask yes or no questions. Confuse them with other celebrities they look like, like sure. Vin Diesel and Pitbull. Yeah. Actually, that happened, uh, Ernie Hudson was there, and somebody thought he was Apollo Creed. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, that's a big fuck I am fuck screwing up. up with names, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Another piece of advice we're getting, uh, from the audience is don't try to record on your iPhone. If you do manage to go up there to set up an interview with somebody, don't break out your iPhone as your recording device for the podcast. I don't think that's a big deal. It kind of is because it makes you look really unprofessional. Well, what if that's the only mobile recording advice you have? Uh, I got my real setup at home. Yeah, but... But they make really good microphones that go straight to your phone. If you have a microphone that plugs into it, that's a different story. Yeah, oh, that's what I was talking about. Okay. Like, you have a microphone plugged in... You don't want to just in. break out your phone and put it on voice memo. Oh, and try no, to no, no. I, I was that's... thinking about using my phone as a recording device that has a microphone attached to it. Yeah, no. Like, they make a lot of good um, mobile accessories that way. Yes, I know that. But I, I meant just your phone. Yeah, well, that's bad. Yeah, that's also, Although, Dana Snyder loves that shit. A couple years ago, when he was at uh, Comapalooza, you could pay him and he'll leave you a voicemail... And he would just drone on forever on your phone. It's awesome. <laughs> That's pretty funny. He was a good guy. I met him, too. Yeah, I, I spent most of my time at the con hanging out with Dana Snyder when he was there. Very cool. Uh, okay, next question. Uh, is it rude to pass out deodorant to people that need it? Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to now. Thanks. This is an excellent idea. You can buy those little travel size yeah. deodorants for a dollar and just go around and hand them to stinky people. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see if Amazon sells them in bulk I mean, or something. If you, don't, if you don't do that, how would they ever know? Like, maybe they just can't smell themselves. Andy and I had a mutual friend um, who didn't really get the memo about using deodorant until he was in his 20s. And we actually had another mutual friend who did that. Like, he went to the store and bought him an entire basket of, like, hygiene stuff. <laughs> right. And, Merry Christmas, basically. And brought it and gave it to him in front of a huge crowd of people. That's embarrassing. And it was just like, you need to do, you need to use all this stuff. <laughs> you don't need to embarrass them, though, man. That's- but it's, is it, which is worse? Having someone willing to tell you that, yes, you smell terrible, or having friends that are just going to sit there and no, no, let you stink. I'm not saying you have to, like, let sit there, but you could pull them aside and be like, yo, dude. No one wants to be that close to him. Yeah, but you could always tell him, like, look, man, it's you're not smelling so hot. You, you, you're smelling a little unfresh. You're a little unsure right now. You don't need to make a big show and embarrass the fuck out of him. That person will never forget. Yeah, and then yeah. you're going to be on their hit list when they become a fucking, like, mass shooter or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right with this. Okay, as long as you know where you, your lot is in life here. Yeah, yeah. I know that <laughs> my most likely cause of death is heart disease and then murder. And <laughs> someone murdering you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, the next question is, how do we feel about print wall guy? And this is a thing that's been kind of circulating the internet for the last few days. Like, uh, print, <clears throat> like the guy who just makes prints off of superheroes and stuff like there's, that? There's a lot of... There's a big stigma against these people that come to conventions and they bring like a giant wall they've set up behind them that has, you know, 20, 30 prints behind them. And they're usually just images of superheroes, you know, in random poses or whatever. And sometimes the artwork's not even the person that's there selling it. They're there selling it for somebody else, or they've taken a bunch of other people's artwork and, you know, run it through a filter or changed it just ever so slightly so it's not 100% the original authors or artists. And then they go to cons and they sell it. Uh, George and I know prints only cost, like, you know, 80, 90 cents a per a piece and they can sell those for 10 to $15 at cons and make a lot of money. Yeah. They're making a profit off of that. They're making a huge profit off of that. 
And it kind of hurts the little guys. It kind of hurts the indie comic creators that are there trying to sell their books and stuff because that's money that's not going to support people that are actually there working. It's hurting the real artists that are there too trying to sell their actual art they're willing to do there in front of you or you know sketches that people want to buy or any kind of original stuff. So, I mean, it definitely does hurt people. But if it's somebody selling all of their their own personal art and they're not stealing it from other people, there's really nothing wrong with it. It's just lazy. I'm just surprised at the uh, amount of... Uh copyright infringement that goes on cons and no one ever says anything yeah like technically no one's really allowed to do their own drawing of superman or batman or their favorite superhero uh because those are licensed properties right by all rights those people are not allowed to do that Uh, you can make them you can't make a profit off them right you can make them but you can't sell them is what i'm trying to say but it happens. All but the time. that's what that's yeah. what those are. That's a uh, people's uh, bread and butter at cons. A lot of people's bread and butter at cons. But that's been since forever since uh, con. Everybody does that. Um, yeah. I do have a problem with like someone not really putting the work into making their own version of a superhero. Uh, for example, I, I'll get, I'll get a little bit more specific with it. Uh, like um, our artist, our artist who did our variant cover, Devin Craft. Okay. Uh, he does his versions of like superheroes, Ninja Turtles, Superman, Batman, any anime thing you can think of, but he has his own style to it. Yeah. Now, if someone was to copy his work, Devin Kraft's work and try to sell it at the same show he's at, you're technically stealing directly from Devin. And that's not right. That's not cool. No, that's not cool at all. Yeah. And p- there are a few people that have been doing that at cons and that's not, not the right way. It's to not go good about. at all. No, no, no. Yeah, and try to pass it off as their own. I also get kind of upset at the people who try to sell like posters that are really easy to make in Photoshop. They just get like a picture of uh, like and an out- some effects to it. Yeah, <laughs> they just get an outline of like Batman's cowl and throw like paint on it, <laughs> like the 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 effects that are free on Photoshop, and then they try to sell it for twenty thirty bucks at a show. And they do, and they do. Kids buy it because it looks cool, but yeah. you don't realize it. It took them literally next to nothing and no talent to make it. So that kind of bothers me. Yeah, it just takes the setup to print out a poster, right? But, you know, those people take the time to buy the table. And those they, they those people who are doing that are taking the risk to sell something very easy to make. I mean, they're not guaranteed that people are going to buy it, right? That's true. But, you know, people, when they buy art, should be more aware. <laughs> they should. Yeah. But it's, it's really weird how uninformed the general populace is. Like, um, I talk to people all the time that aren't regular con goers and I'm telling them things about cons and they're always just blown away by the stuff that goes on behind the scenes or the stuff that goes on with the artists. And there's nobody's aware of that stuff because it's not publicly talked about and it's not really like put out there in any kind of news source that people are aware of. So mm-hmm. yeah. unless you're actually a comic creator or somebody that's in the industry and sees that or stuff, just read comics in or, general. Yeah, I mean, if you read the websites about it, you'll find out, but like so many people don't know anything about it. And I think that's, that's a good, good, this is a good platform for bringing attention to it. Sure. So that's why we are. Uh, next question. Should cons have a dress code? Yes. <laughs> You're really quick to that answer. Why? <laughs> yeah. Uh, slacks and a button-up shirt. Nothing else. Everyone in there. Even the cosplayers? Even the cosplayers. So they have to have their costume underneath the slacks and the button-up shirt. I was thinking more like the slacks and the button-up shirt underneath the costume so that no one is going to see, uh, you know, fat guy junk. Mm. Yeah. I will say... If you're going to wear a skin-tight suit of some sort and you're a guy... Have a cup. Have a cup. No, yeah. literally. Like, no one else wants to see the man in berries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, nobody wants to see that shit. I mean, really, there shouldn't be... Like, like, you shouldn't have to embarrass yourself on how big or how small your dick is. Yeah. You shouldn't have, like, a, a dress code like, you know, wearing what I actually just described. But there should be a dress code that's like, hey... If some child is walking up to you and they're three feet tall and they're not going to be, you know, eye to eye with... (laughs) Eye to eye with your penis. With something that has one eye or with, you know, an ass or something like that. Like, (laughs) there are children that are going to be around. Yeah, but uh, does this get to the double standard part where, uh, like, girls can wear whatever they want? No. And they were only limiting guys here? No, if you've got a three-year-old walking up to you and he's just staring deep into the depths of that chasm that you... I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, that's a problem. How do you feel about this, Justin? Um, I, I believe in a dress code. Yeah. I Like I like I was saying earlier, I just think you just need to protect the visible areas. I agree. Like, remember we saw that Deadpool guy? We were at the Rob Liefeld panel. 
That's not the worst thing I've seen, though. Remember but God, man, you like saw a full-on outline of the man's junk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was the the half-naked Indian guy, the the really fat guy wearing the loincloth. Oh, his, was like, all he was wearing walking around. Like, <laughs> with his butt cheeks exposed. That guy totally yeah. needed uh, to be shown the dress code. See, that's not okay, because children are going to be there. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of kids there, and they're there to see cosplayers, so they really don't want to see that stuff. Yeah. Well, the parents want their kids to take pictures with their favorite character and stuff like that. So. And not have Indian ass in the background. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, the the last question we have is kind of a hard one to answer. Um, if we're going to come up with a Ten Commandments of cons, what would they be? <laughs> wow. Hygiene. Thou shalt wash? F- I shall have Shower. hygiene. <laughs> thou shalt have hygiene. Okay, that's, that's number one. Uh, thou shalt be polite. Yes, politeness. It's number two. Thou um, shalt be covered. Sure, uh, dress yeah. code. Yeah, dress three. Code. Yeah. Uh, or com- no, how about thy shall know what you are wearing? <laughs> dress for your body. <laughs> dress for your body. Yes, uh, that's three. Four is come with money. Yeah, here you go. Oh, uh, thy shall have money to spend. Five is yeah. leave without it. <laughs> well, you know, you don't have to spend it, but it's good to have, like, so you can eat or, like, there are things that can come up, too. Like, I've seen people, like, spill water or something on somebody else's property that they're trying to sell and then just be like, oh, sorry, man, and walk away. That's yeah. a fucked up thing to do. That would be fun. Like, be if so you ruin somebody, that if you're in somebody's art or their print or something, like, you should totally pay for it. So definitely bring money. Yeah. Or credit card. Or credit card. Yeah. We accept both at Grey Bear Comics. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thy shall not be rude. That's kind of polite. Yeah, yeah, we did say that. Yeah. Uh, keep your food and water away from the vendors. Yes. Like not hide them, but you know, don't drink over their tables. Don't. Like yeah. That. Don't. Don't put your. Also, f- don't touch my shit with greasy fingers. Yeah. yeah. Wash your hands throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> Just rub your hands on cosplayers. They're not real people, anyways. Oh, you're gonna get so much hatred. Somebody's gonna make. <laughs> I you think that should that costume. should be one of the commandments. Like the eleventh commandment is like cosplayers are people. Oh, because only the first ten count? Yes. It's just an addendum for you so that you stop saying things. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I can come up with ten commandments. Like, I mean, Um, we hit all the major ones. Yeah, let's see what else. Don't be awkward. Uh, Don't stare at a woman's shirt because they have some graphic things on their boobs, so it will be an excuse to look at their boobs. That's true. Don't look at boobs. How about that? Don't, don't get caught. <laughs> I'm not saying don't look at women's boobs because that sounds wrong. Don't get caught looking at anything. I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna like stare at a chick's chest, don't like, like, hey, what's that on your shirt? And then like get like eyeball close to her boob, and there's like, oh, cool, all right, I, I thought that was something else. Yeah, that's that super. happened last weekend. That's why I brought that up. Who got that close to your boobs? Not my boobs. Oh. Someone else's boobs. Justin. I was just there to observe him doing it. Yes. Uh, so I don't know if we can. Come, I don't know if we can come up with any more. But I mean, that's a pretty good number. What is that? Five. Five commandments. Oh, yeah, yeah. That works. Five, we'll just, seven, we'll just double up the five and it's like really do these commandments. Yeah. Yeah. Really, uh, like we should just make hygiene like six of the <laughs> commandments. I shall wash your hands because it's really the most important one. That one's good. That one's good. I like that. Don't come if you're horribly sick. Like, yeah. Yeah, if you have the flu, you shouldn't be at a convention. I, I get that. That's it how sucks Concrete happens. That, you know. Yeah, don't get me sick while I'm at a show. Yeah. All right, well, that does it for Ask the Nuts. I shall buy comics from Speak No Evil. That's that's a good one. Buy from Grey Bear Comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Want to remind everybody, please follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mindfudgecomedy. On Twitter, I am at ComicalJC. I am at Princess Sophia SU, and my book went goes live in like three hours so y'all should go buy it by the time this airs your book would be live and where can they go to find your well, book well we're also live podcast oh that's right something. good good yeah. point good yeah. you're a smart cookie they can go to my twitter which has the link go to my twitter twitter it, just say it's on amazon or it's on jonesaw.com apparently it's not i did not update that correctly okay well, apparently it's on amazon you, or can, you can go to amazon.com and do a search for shadows, shadows. following shadows falling jones fair enough yeah uh, George? Uh, you can find me at George Tripsis, but really the more important thing is uh, go to kickstarter.com, look up Speak No Evil, support to our comic. We are 41% right as of now, uh, and uh, we need your support. Got less than 20 days. I think like less than 17 days. By the time days. this airs, it'll be like a week left. Yeah, so uh, please help us get to supported. We really want this to launch. Uh, if you really want to talk to me, just uh, reach out to me via Grey Bear Comics at, uh, at Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, and that's G-R-A-Y. 
And uh, we really appreciate the support, guys. So please help us uh, make our Kickstarter successful. Please help us fund issue three of Speak No Evil. And if you haven't read issue one and two, they're available there as well. Uh, you can follow me on Horror Geek Life as well, where I am writing horror reviews. Um, and that is pretty much it. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, remember to follow proper etiquette and follow our ten rules. Uh, wash your hands. Use good hygiene. Don't be a dick. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Don't show people your dick. <laughs> and uh, cover up, yeah. Right. So we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.